Hey, what's up, and welcome back to my podcast. My name is Alim, and basically, we'll be discussing sneakers. Good vibe. So, let's get right into what I have to share with you today. Wow, it's the season finale of this season, and um, wow, season three is over, and I'm amazed. And thanks to everybody that has, um, one way or the other, tried as much to support the podcast by listening, by sharing everything that has um, happened so far. It's all based on you guys and the effort that you've continued to put into seeing that this podcast goes as far as it has gone. The whole idea, basically, like I keep saying, is to talk about sneakers, and that is all that it is about. So, um, it's interesting. It's interesting to see how far we've gone and how far we can go again. So, I'll maybe just like to give a rundown of um, the episode so far this season and um, what we've been able to do and what we've been able to share with each other. Um, This episode should have released since I think two weeks ago, but a lot of things came up and um, just got delayed and i'm sorry whatever i feel like you guys just have to accept me that way we <laughs> just have to work with each other this way and um finally season finale is here episode 10 season 3 all right yeah episode 10 season 3 that's amazing that's amazing thanks to you guys again thanks to everybody that has been supporting i'm really grateful so let's get right into what i've shared with you today so basically today we'll go through the rundown of um what we've covered so far this season and also something really nice after so the first episode we had this season basically talked about um what to expect from the nike air movie or the air movie and um, a bit about phil knight's book which is the shoe dog and basically this movie for anybody that has not seen the movie i would advise that you go and see the movie and the reason why movies like this release or are brought to the eyes of the viewers is just so that you have um a bit of knowledge about why some things happen in the culture of sneakers and to an extent this is about how michael jordan was signed to nike and all that happened during that process because for a lot of sneaker heads people that are into the culture people that are experiencing the culture a lot of people see the jordan brand nike has um one of the major people that has influenced their choice of wanting to belong to the culture. So I feel like um, this movie adds a lot of details to why some things happen in the culture. And I feel like for anybody that is really interested in understanding some historical details about how the Jordan brand came to be, it's very nice to watch this movie. And also to add another um, side of detailing to all that you might be getting from the movie. It'd be nice to also check out the shoe dog it's a book and um it is a book that i enjoyed reading a lot of times i think i read it twice if i'm not mistaken i think i read it twice and it was really nice reading it a lot of things that it opens you to aside the whole factor it was trying to build the brand took you through the entrepreneurship process it took you through the parenting processes because he had his own personal life struggles outside of creating a brand and was able to bring those details into that the book was about so for anyone looking to read something knowledgeable and something that gives you some kind of um life disciplines as to 
how to tackle life situations the shoe dog is a book that you should read so um episode one was all about the air movie and a bit about the history of how the Jordan brand started and some details from the shoe dog basically on episode number two i think we discussed how to get original sneakers and basically the necessary things to know a lot of people think that for you to purchase sneakers you have to have a lot like i keep saying and it's not like that the reason why people here mostly here in nigeria africa struggle when it comes to getting sneakers is because there are no retail athletes here so to an extent the sneakers that we get you get them at secondary market price you understand so basically it is not the price that comes directly from the brand so the retailer but the price that comes from the secondary market and that makes it a bit uneasy for people to purchase sneakers at retail because the people that are selling to you also want to make their own share of fund from selling to you so it's it's a crazy experience and i feel like here a lot of people are trying to push ways through which we can cop sneakers at minimal prices so i detailed some people that um, have put in their best and also most importantly i talked about two steppers and the work that they've been doing and it's still on i know a lot of people cop sneakers through them and the kind of collection they've been able to build for themselves it's based on what two steppers are providing for as long as they started the whole idea of providing thrift sneakers so it's amazing in its own context so so really that was all that was discussed on episode number two on episode number three mm-hmm. analyze the difference between the nike dunk and the nike sb dunk the nike dunk and nike sb dunk are some of the most sought after sneakers in the culture right now we've been seeing nike producing a lot of nike dunk sneakers and Nike SB Dunk sneakers and a lot of people here in the Nigerian sneaker community rock a lot of Nike SB Dunk, Nike Dunks and these two sneakers are similar like if you look at these sneakers from afar it might be difficult for you to actually spot the difference between the sneakers but it is ideal that as sneakerheads as people in the culture we have clear understanding about the difference between the sneaker in terms of how they look physically and also when it comes to the history and the story behind how these two set of sneakers came to life. I detailed the whole idea of how the Nike SB came to life and also what brought about the Nike Dunk also. So I feel like if you listen to this episode, you would be able to get one or two details as to why these sneakers are different. In episode number four, I talked about sneaker terminologies and different terms that are used in the sneaker culture. For anybody in the culture, anybody introducing myself to the culture, I feel like one of the things that you should really familiarize yourself with is the different types of terms that are used in the culture, in the community of sneakerheads. There are ways through which we relate to things. So the more you familiarize yourself with this world, the easier it becomes for you to communicate with your fellow sneakerhead or even spot a sneakerhead in the gathering of people because the kind of words they use the kind of terminologies they use would resonate with you in some kind of way so i feel like um being familiar with the terminologies used in the sneaker community goes a long way and even just for your own personal understanding if you're trying to copy a sneaker or you're trying to just read through articles or something about the culture this understanding of these terminologies will go a long way in helping you to harness together the details of what is being conveyed so i feel like um 
it is right that we as a community try as much as possible to just familiarize ourselves with these words and basically get ourselves um, into the space of what sneaker community is. On episode number five, I talked about the introduction to being a sneakerhead. What do you need to know as a sneakerhead and how do you navigate your way through the culture? For a lot of people, being a sneakerhead is counted as you buying sneakers and that's all. You loving sneakers and that's all. But the whole idea of being a sneakerhead has gone past that face. And the reason why I keep saying it has gone past that face is because for you to call yourself a sneakerhead, there are certain things that ideally you're just supposed to do naturally. And these are things like you understanding the culture historically, the influencers of the culture, what the culture is about, and the brands things that contributed to, to the culture as a whole like if you have a sneaker to an extent you just don't have the sneaker because i i, I saw the sneaker on someone or somebody purchased the sneaker but you having the sneaker based on the fact that you have some certain preference that has like aligned your your feel with what that sneaker is all about a lot of people will purchase sneakers based off the fact that they feel the sneaker is worth it in terms of probably the story behind it or generally just because of how comfortable the sneaker is or how it looks physically so i feel like um these details to an extent are things that people should really look at so if you're looking to join yourself or if you're looking to become a part of the sneaker community i feel like as much as possible this episode details most of the things that you should know as somebody that is trying to introduce him or herself to what the culture is. In episode number six, I spoke about fake sneakers and the whole idea of it. Fake sneakers are becoming um, more, more, more accessible now, and a lot of people that are producing, a lot of people that are manufacturing these sneakers are putting in a lot of energy, a lot of work into making sure that these sneakers kind of look as similar as the original thing. But I keep saying, Fake sneakers don't have a place in the culture and um, I feel like um, people really need to understand why this doesn't work the way people think of it to be because the whole idea of the sneaker culture started based on originality, started based on something genuine so why bring replicas, fake fugazis into it doesn't add up so that was all that I felt like I needed to communicate on this episode and I was able to like just put my thought out there. On episode number seven, I spoke about signature sneakers and the state of what signature sneakers have become. For a lot of people that got into the culture or a lot of people that are kind of feeling the vibe of what sneakers are, I feel like basketball, sports generally have influenced their reasons as to why they want to become sneakerheads or why they want to become part of the sneaker community. So and um, one area that really draws people closer to the culture is the fact that um, a lot of athletes, a lot of sportmen and women have their own personal gear, their own personal sneakers that to an extent contribute to the entirety of their performance on the court and off the court. So I feel like signature sneakers are a big part of that and they've not really just been doing as to the standard of what they should be doing because I can remember how the Lebrons were in 2010 and how even the KDs were like five, six years ago. It's not feeling that way again. 
seeing a lot of new signature sneakers being released and everything looks like it is just the same sneaker i feel like there are no definitive details that divide or kind of create that difference between all of these sneakers and i feel like those details those little information that draws you closer to whichever athlete whichever i mean whatever sportman or woman that that sneaker belongs to is one of the reasons why a lot of people want to purchase this sneaker because they find sneakers as another space through which they can communicate with these people so for real i feel like the whole idea of signature sneakers um is being defeated to an extent though there's been a lot of cool sneakers like what we have with the Adin volume 7 as a sneaker that i have my eyes on a lot and i really just detailed my thoughts in this episode i already feel like i've overset but it's all good in episode number eight we talked about using sneakers and how adidas are trying to like just find means ways through which they can make the best of the sneakers that you have in their storage unit and um it would be nice to know that eventually adidas will be releasing easy sneakers back but they will start the sales of these sneakers from May 31st so whatever they'll be getting from the sales of these sneakers will be donated into fighting different issues so basically that is all about the easy sneakers and i just feel like if you're an easy fan or anybody willing to buy easy sneakers make sure to look out for what will be coming up May 31st so i spoke about a lot in this episode but let's just keep it short in episode number nine i spoke about the wonders of chat gpt and how it was able to generate the list of the 10 greatest sneakers a lot of people had their personal critics about the list but um for a lot of people they felt like ChatGPT was able to deliver a list that is solid enough and even in their own opinion might be solid than what another sneakerhead might claim to be the list of the greatest sneakers of all time so so far so far this season i would say that we've had really nice set of topics to discuss and it can only get better so that's that's just it so basically um that's what we've covered so far this season and um thanks to everybody that shared thanks to everybody that listened thanks to everyone that commented and it was a great season and i really can't wait for season four i know i know season four in my opinion i'm really looking to push things beyond the norm i'm looking to explore different places different opportunities as to how to make sure that a lot of people get more involved in the culture so watch out for what i have for you guys so um before leaving i'd like to share with you um a list of the top 20 best sneakers in my opinion so far 2023 so um this my list is not going to have a numbering system in any way so it's just going to be random so whatever sneaker that you find here is not the least is not the first so they don't have numbers they are just sneakers i feel have done so well for themselves so far 2023 so without further ado i would like to go to the list so first on my list is the cortesi nike air max 95 sp this is a sneaker that i feel like created a lot of buzz 
we had a lot of um, emotions. A lot of people wanted the sneaker, and the way the release was scheduled, and how they were able to like just create that hype, that vibe behind the sneaker was amazing. And I feel like this is certainly going to be a sneaker that might contend for sneaker of the year one way or the other. So I think you should really look out for what the sneakers will bring in terms of its popularity and how it has done so far in 2023. Next on the list is Puma Velo Faces. This is another nice sneaker. I feel like this sneaker is cool. It gives me the vibe of the Balenciagas, but also this is something nice. It gives me a vibe of A6 also, but it's nice. It's a cool sneaker to have as so, well. Next on the list is the Nightcraft General Purpose Tom Sachs shoe. That is a sneaker that all along I've had my eyes on and the fact that I came in a brown color with just makes it even doper, makes it nicer as a whole. Like I feel like this is a sneaker that you can have, wear it anyhow, rock it anywhere and you feel like you have something on your feet that is that is prepared to go with you all through the process. So this is a sneaker that I feel like is a must have for anybody looking to purchase a sneaker that you can rock as a beta, basically. Next on the list is the Oritos Nike SB Dunk Low. That is another nice sneaker that was released in 2023. And I know a lot of people are all about this sneaker. Some people got their wins and some people got their loss in purchasing these sneakers or copying these sneakers through raffles and all but then it is what it is so <laughs> sorry for your loss we have the tiffany and co nike air force one 1937 that's another nice um collaboration from nike that's a sneaker that has a lot of history behind it and when you consider the tiffany dunks as per what they have in the culture you understand the reason why this particular collaboration um as seen as much um influence or as seen as much buzz since it's released a lot of people were all about these sneakers like we saw lebron in them we saw camilo anthony in them and a lot of people really just felt like this sneaker was it even though people had their critics as to the fact that the dewberry was in black and some other price issues but however we I feel like this is a solid sneaker that has released in 2023. Another sneaker on this list is the Travis Court Edge of the One Low Olive Green. And recently I saw the Fender Family Park and it is amazing. The fact that it has Utopia on it is next level. For anybody that has the Fender Family Park, definitely. I feel like Travis has a way of making sure that the Friend and Family Park is next level. It's definitely different from regular pairs and that's something that we must give him accolades for because considering the amount of sneakers that he has released till date it is amazing to make sure that you keep putting the hype there and everybody works with whatever you're putting out it's a lot of work a lot of dedication and i feel like travis has been able to deliver so far next on the list is the mischief big red boots <laughs> this sneaker <laughs> uh, this is a sneaker that I've seen a lot of people here in Nigeria rock. Everybody wants to read boots, they want to create content with it, they want to do this, they want to do that. So there's really nothing more to say about it. If you've not seen these boots, then I don't know what you're doing for real. I don't know what you're doing. This is a solid sticker 
2023 considering the hype behind it and how people have tried as much as possible to own pairs of the sneakers this is insane though there's somebody struggling on stock x trying to sell <laughs> trying to sell this unit of this particular sneaker but either way it still doesn't stop the fact that a lot of people really cop the sneaker so i feel like this is a sneaker that has done well for itself so far then next on the list is the action bronson new balance 990 v6 back lover that is a sneaker that i feel like um it came in a really nice colorway the fact that they played around with a lot of colors and just looking at the fact that it's a collaboration between new balance and afro bronson brings a lot of um, um um details to why a lot of people feel like this sneaker is what it is and why a lot of people feel like it could be one of the most solid new balance sneakers that has released this year so that is one of the reasons why you find this on this list Next on my list is the Sokni J-Tips with Azura 2000. Sokni J-Tips Azura 2000. Hmm. If you've seen this sneaker, you know why it is on this list. I don't need to say so much. I don't need to because if you look at the amount of materials that was used on this sneaker and how everything works so well, I feel it, it gives you the answer as to why this is a sneaker that has done well for itself. In terms of design, in terms of release, I think these two things um were properly detailed and they were properly worked on and that is why this sneaker is as nice as it is. Next on the list we have the Nike SB Dunk Air Jordan 4 Pine Green. So um this is a sneaker that a lot of people will consider as a one-time sneaker, one-time sneaker in the sense that it might take a while before we get this sneaker so a lot of people were really all about getting this sneaker and um i've seen a lot of people wear this sneaker to the least like they run them up and down just to see how much of creases they can hold just to see how well they can do even after wearing them up and down so i feel like this is a nice sneaker in my opinion and that is why it is on this list next on the list we have the jordan 3 retro white cement to imagine behind the space where Nike is trying and Jordan brand also are trying so much to reimagine a lot of really nice silhouettes that they feel a lot of people um like that they feel a lot of people would rock so the Jordan 3 retro white cement reimagined reimagined is a sneaker that dropped in 2023 and I feel like though they could have done more but with the design and what we got I feel like the reimagined identity of the sneaker was really brought to life and I like I like I like what they were able to do with it. Next on the list is the new balance ALD 860 V2. That is another really nice sneaker. I like the color we I like the fact that ALD the earliest trying as much as possible to give us really premium materials. The fact that new balance on their own work with a lot of nice materials collaboration with ALD just brings it to the next level and um, on these sneakers you get to have a feel of what it is that ALD brought to this design as well so I feel like it's a solid sneaker and it's a sneaker that if you are looking for something that bridges between regular sneaker in terms of sports and premium sneaker or luxury sneaker I feel the bridge in between that is what you get with the 
new balance here the 860 v2 next on the list is the lorenzo g salomon ac plus og that's a cool sneaker too i like the fact that it had this color gradient kind of design and it brings it brings it brings a different vibe to the entirety salomon has in my own opinion has had a very nice year so far with what happened with rihanna and seeing this lawrence og salomon collaboration just brings this whole idea of salomon having a good year to um another level so i feel like this is a gold sneaker and this is why you have it on the list next on the list is the kit clarks and adidas samba collaboration this is amazing i like the fact that kids was able to bring two giants together when it comes to comfort and materials and storytelling clocks do well in that space and adidas also do well in that space so to have a collaboration that brings three different brands together is amazing and i just like the overview of what these sneakers are having the adidas sambas with the clocks so it is amazing and i um, i'm a big fan of this sneaker Next on the list is the Awake NYC A6 Gel NYC. That is another sneaker that I feel was properly designed and um, it is just a sneaker that is easy. It is, it is easy to style, it is fashionable and it just works. Another sneaker on this list is the New Balance Stove Island 574 Legacy sneaker. That is another collaboration that happened in 2023. I feel like um brings a lot of details when it comes to story into a sneaker because if you look at the fact that they used a badge on the tongue of the sneaker and the colors that were used on the sneaker it gives you an idea of how storytelling is being incorporated into sneakers and how a sneaker can go from just a normal footwear into something that holds an identity of itself in terms of the stories that are attributed to the sneaker so i feel like generally this is a sneaker that has done well for itself in 2023 and i feel like it's it is just one of those very nice sneakers that we've gotten so far in 2023 another sneaker on this list is the air jordan 185 black and white basically a lot of people consider the sneaker as the high top version of the panda dunks and i feel like it is nice to always clarify that these are not the high top version of the panda dunks but an og Air Jordan 185, which is a um which is a part of the OG colorways that released back in 1985 as to when Jordan brand started the whole idea of what we have today as the Air Jordan 1. So basically that is all that this sneaker is about. And this is a sneaker that I feel like is an easy sneaker also. It's a sneaker that you can have in your collection and you can rock, you can enjoy what it comes with because it is definitely going to be easy to start comes in a white and black color which is a colorway that you can easily rock with anything and at the end of the day your outfit your style is still well put together so basically that is why this sneaker is on this list next on the list is this 2c nike air penny 2 this is a sneaker that personally 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 i'll say i like i like the nike air pen on the norm so to see to see bring their own vibe to it is amazing and it is just wow it's the next level there's nothing else to say it's just next level and just take it like that next on the list is the Amamane women air jordan 
12 white and black ama manye women edge on the top white and black the ama manye edge jordan collaboration has been amazing so far from the edge on the one to the edge on the two to the edge on the threes to the edge on the four to the edge of the twelve it is amazing to see what Mamane has been able to do and one thing that makes their collaboration stand out as much is the colors the materials that are being used and how premium these sneakers look like like something that just makes these sneakers stand out as much is the padding of the sneakers and also the lining of the inner material on its own it gives you that that, that feeling of this is a premium sneaker this is not just a regular sneaker and i like that my money has kept to that and they've been bringing us a lot of collaboration that still stay true to the idea of we are creating something premium something next level and it is amazing i like i like this particular um design i like this particular sneaker because the edge of the 12 on its one has a lot of historical details as to what the culture is so to see Amamane collaborate on the edge and on 12 is just big and it is amazing so i feel like this is a sneaker that deserves to be on this list next and not the least on this list is the edge of the one og year of the rabbit i know a lot of people crucify me if this sneaker did not make it on this list because the year of the rabbit is simply amazing it is a subtle like a, a chilled sneaker a sneaker that you just rock and you're like i just don't want to stress myself this is a sneaker that works for that space and i feel like it's a solid sneaker and um it's just a nice sneaker to just wrap up this list of 20 sneakers that i feel like i've done so well in 2023 and i feel like um they've been able to like just put a different vibe to what it is when it comes to sneaker release in 2023 so basically i would really like to know what you think about this list of 20 sneakers and your comments will go a long way in helping me to understand what you think about the sneakers personally and just what your thoughts about the sneaker releases we've got in 2023 has been so far i feel like 2023 has um brought a lot of um really nice sneakers out and really nice moment also so i feel like if the year is too young and um we can't start to debate about the sneaker of the year so far but in your opinion what sneakers on this list do you think might be major contenders for sneaker of the year if there's any sneaker on this list that you think might be a major contender for sneaker of the year it would be really nice to like just comment it in the comment section and it's going a long way also helping me to like redefine my list also so thanks once again for listening thanks once again for supporting snake with Alien podcasts honestly if you guys are not out there listening this podcast definitely is not going anywhere so i'm grateful and um really i just feel like there's no other way to ending this season than having to run through the set of topics we've covered this season and just to just throw light about the sneakers we've had also this year so far so basically that's that for that and thanks for listening once again this is snake if you've had a great time do well to share do well to comment down below do well to like and subscribe once again this is snake with alien thanks for listening